The Make My Damn Movie Podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion advised. Here we go. Film, entertainment, screenplay, Mark Reynolds, Tom Swain. This is Make My Damn Movie. In just a bit, we're going to dive into character descriptions oh, and how yeah. most people screw them up royally. Absolutely. I just don't have a clue, which is good, but good for you. Yeah. And uh, by the way, I want to thank the listeners of this podcast you do? who have touched base, who have touched base. Via MakeMyDamnMovie.com, they've inquired if any more strangers have asked me if I'm in need of help when I'm out and about. And the uh, short answer is, fuck you. And no, actually, that hasn't happened recently. Maybe because I really haven't been anywhere uh-huh. of late. So it still puzzles me, though. And I don't yeah. know why, because we really haven't talked about it that much lately on the last few podcasts. Our listeners are very concerned about you. Well, that's nice. Well, that's good. So are people out and about. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, what's wrong? Can I help you? I'm not even going to rehash all of it. <laughs> it's so upsetting. But it did happen several times sure in a did. short time span. Yeah, that was weird. And uh, it was younger women, girls, mm-hmm. which was weird, too. That's very weird. And uh, <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know what to think of that. I don't know. I must have looked more broken than usual <laughs> on those occasions. I really don't know. It really does bother me. And it bothered me, too, that people brought it the fuck up. <laughs> what the hell? I had started to forget about it. Again, I haven't been out, so it probably happened the second I walk out the front door. Oh, they yeah, need assistance. Right. People were wondering yeah. what's going on. Anyway, I wanted to bring up a movie I just saw, and considering this is sort of a movie podcast, uh, I feel sure. it's appropriate, and if not, well, uh, the movie is called The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Oh, have you seen? I have not seen it yet. Okay, it's a story based on the life of evangelist Tammy Faye Baker, mm-hmm. the then wife of the disgraced Reverend Jim Baker of a religious television network called PTL. Praise the Lord! Right now, it was interesting because I grew up with that on our TV screen for a good amount of time each day. Yeah, I mean, I my mom it. had that on all the time. We were a Southern Baptist home mm. and PTL as well as CBN and the 700 Club. I remember the 700 were Club. We're a but with Pat Robertson. Right. Now. He's still alive. I know, but here's what was interesting with this movie. Okay. I found out that Jim Baker started in the business of being on TV mm-hmm. as the host of CBN's The 700 Club. Oh. I didn't know that. off? Yeah. Mm. And then he kind of hightailed it out of there. It was interesting, the movie. You should yeah. check that out if you know what it's about. Oh, yeah. yeah. I knew all about Jim Baker misusing oh, yeah. funds and all that <laughs> stuff. 
But the background was fascinating, and I'm not sure how much was fact-based versus fabricated. Yeah. I remember Jerry Falwell tried to come to the rescue and get involved with PTL when Jim Baker was going through all kinds of scandals and all that. And he turned out in the movie, and I kind of always suspected to be a scumbag. Sorry. <laughs> well, they're all pretty much. <laughs> they are. <laughs> wasn't he, wasn't Jim Baker embezzling money? Yeah. Was he sleeping around or was yes, it? Yes. Jessica Hahn. Remember oh, her? That's right. Now I remember. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now I remember. And then Jessica Sam Kennison, the uh, late yes. great comedian, yes. hooked up with her. Right. And then I interviewed him. He was in town doing a show when I was what? at a radio station in Miami. And oh, he man. came through town, and I was interviewing him, and then we ended up going to the show with him. Uh-huh. He was, like, getting into the station, and he was, like, hanging out with us. That's He's cool. like, come on and go with me in my limo. We're like, sure, Jeez. all the disc jockeys. Uh-huh. It was great. That sounds awesome. I remember getting out at the venue and he's screaming like <laughs> at the top screamed. of his lungs. There's a Wendy's. There's a Wendy's across the street. <laughs> Let's so, go. That's Let's something go. you don't need to scream about. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, what? So big fucking deal. So we went to the Wendy's. But I was asking him all about Jessica Hahn yeah. and all these relationships. It was very interesting. But anyway. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, because wasn't he a uh, a preacher or a Baptist yeah. preacher yeah. before? Disgraced. Before the, the comedy. But I thought that that movie, the, what is it called? The Eyes of Eyes Tammy of, Faye. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. You should check that out if you know who that is. Who played Tammy Faye? I heard that she, I don't she did a really name. good job. Well, yeah, she did a great job, ah. but I don't remember yeah. her name. On the thing. All right, moving on. They'll write in and tell us. Uh, please don't. But you could, if you want to, go to the contact page, and uh, we'll read messages from that page. Well, people that went to the page mm-hmm. and then clicked on it mm-hmm. and then found out. Well, that was a horrible segue. It really here was. we are. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I do need assistance. Messages from the Make My Dead Movie of Hub. <laughs> Episode 111. What? Yeah. Time to stop. No. (laughs) It really is. Uh, Stephanie, Clearwater, Florida. I watched the movie you guys talked about, Summer Days, Summer Nights, Mm. and I, too, was confused about the time period. Didn't feel anywhere close to the 80s. Yeah, it was disappointing. Yeah. Blake, Hyde Park, Ohio. Summer Days, Summer Nights made me feel like I was living in the 80s. (laughs) Not sure what movie you watched, but I really felt the film depicted the decade perfectly. Mm, well, like I always say, Blake, everyone's stupid but me. <laughs> so there you have it. Come on, man. Blake. Ross, Davenport, Iowa. Your podcast is not very good. Mm-hmm. True. Avery, North Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> I found out about your podcast and listened to a few of the earlier episodes. <laughs> I guess you could say they were interesting, but I decided to listen to your latest episodes. And wow, what a huge difference. The most current shows are the best ones. You have a new listeners. Yeah, those first ones were rough. Yeah. I mean, there's an evolution to all the shows. So that's it. These are rough, too. Uh, (laughs) Jimmy, Toluca Lake, California. Thanks to Make My Damn Movie, I watched Porky's for the first time. (sighs) 
I don't remember ever being so bold as to literally seek out prostitutes when I was 16 or 17 years <laughs> right? old, especially, especially the nasty ones portrayed <laughs> in that movie. Yeah, those were truly we disturbing. We were just talking about that on <laughs> the, the last episode. Yeah, Shudder. What the hell were they thinking? Drew, Lancaster, New York. I have to agree with Tom that the boys in Porky's didn't view the ladies at Porky's as weathered hags, but imagine them as skilled sexual beings. (laughs) Now that's just gross. There's your message. Gross but true. Those were your messages. Those were your messages. We hope to hear from you next time. Now, listen. The women at Porky's were awful. Mm-hmm. They were beyond sleazy. Don't get me well, wrong. Okay. Yeah. Now I dated some pretty sleazy girls in high school, okay? uh, yeah. but that's different than those hags at the thing. One of your girlfriends actually wore a cheap trick shirt. She's, that's how slutty she was. And it wasn't from the band. <laughs> also, she wore a super tramp shirt. Oh, hello. again, not from the band. This thing sucks. <laughs> it sounds like you're drumming <laughs> the rim shot under a pillow mm. covered in, I don't know. Yeah, it's bad. Anyway, yeah, they were sleazy girls in high school. Wow, you awesome. remembered that. Yeah, of They course. were sleazy. I was not. I became sleazy later in life. <laughs> but that, uh, yeah, those women in Porky's, I did go back. Uh-huh. To watch that part when they go to Porky's yeah. for the first time. Wow. I need to review that. Uh, no, don't. Movie. It's it's disturbing on a it lot is. of levels. It really okay, is. Maybe not. It's bad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Time for the movie quotes game. Now I got to get the thing. Huh? Oh. Hell on the ground. Here, the, that's the rim shot thing, and that's the. Yeah, that's because you throw it down. I on know the desk all the time. At least that works. But Whoa, that high end. <laughs> You're the clicking. It is. I got. That's st- not good. That's yeah, because that's of that. Not good. I wonder why. What the <laughs> hell's wrong with these cheap things? Wonder why after <laughs> you slam them off the pavement. These cheap, crappy things. Why do they break so easy? <laughs> Wow. Piece of shit. <laughs> Leave it. <laughs> Leave it. Uh, okay. What do we do? Oh, yeah, the movie quotes game. Did we do the thing? Yeah! <laughs> Did we do that? I'm pretty sure. Uh, All right. Hey. It's hard, hey. It's hard to tell. Hey. Okay, enough. Jeez. <laughs> um, what is, oh, the movie quotes game yeah, where I read it. a movie quote and you try to tell me what movie it's from. <sighs> Here's the first one All right. on the segment. Okay. I'm about to do to you what Limp Biscuit did to music in the late 90s. You know this one, right? What? Oh, no. <laughs> really? Uh, Deadpool. Deadpool! Motherfucker! <laughs> ah, what wow. the hell? Oh, no. Uh, I wish this worked better I am because. so upset. You right would now. deserve this. Yes, absolutely. And this. Oh. Okay. Uh, uh, here's your sad. Here's the reason <laughs> Cliff notes. Whoop, stop! Okay. <laughs> uh, Shoot me now, someone, please, with just a little bullet. the rails here. 
Okay. All right. He's the reason cliff notes were invented. Wow. No. Mm. Billy Madison. Yeah. Reality bites. Troy. Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Really? That's kind of an easy one. Really? And did I just say really? Really? Here's your last one. Oh, the stuff. Hope you got a big trunk because I'm putting my bike in it. Ah! Oh, you got it. Okay. Oh. 40 year old virgin. Very nice. Andy, Steve Carell. Got one. Should have got all of them. I should have. Especially Deadpool. Yes. What the? I've only seen that know. movie like a thousand fucking times. You told me you just watched it. Jeez. That's my brain, though. Well, yep. I'm just with you. Giddy. Soup. Yeah. Okay. Here we move on to the Trivial Pursuit TV trivia cards. Mm-hmm. That is very redundant. Yeah. And I wrote it. That's Trivial right. Pursuit TV trivia cards that I found out in the garage. Right. Mine is the Trivial Pursuit game. Say trivial to say pursuit one more time. I'll smash your face. <laughs> Leave it. Okay. Exactly. That's an inside joke. Maybe someday I'll share. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Here's your uh, 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 Come <laughs> On, Get Happy was the theme song of what sitcom? The Partridge Family. Nice. Yeah, baby. Old soup of brain soup. Whatever's going sure. around in my old skull. What was Archie and Edith the... <laughs> okay. By the way, I'm not editing any of that out. Too much work. It's a lot of And work. I'll tell you, at this point, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like anything. Here's a... What was Archie and Edith's daughter's name in All in the Family? Sally Struthers. Gloria. Gloria. Wow. Damn it. At least oh, I got man. her real life man. name. Now, of course, that was on in the Maybe. 70s. I was yes. a kid. I was a 14, 15 years old. Oh, and when that show baby. came on, Bathroom Central. <laughs> Wait a second. For Edith. <laughs> I hit the wrong button, but it worked. Okay, here's your next one on the thing. What was radar? Gross. <laughs> What's gross? What? All of it. I was a 14. I told you. No matter what was on that screen, the screen could have been off. Archie Bunker. Archie himself. Bunker. <laughs> Oh, look, Archie Bunker's chair. <laughs> Bathroom. I, have, I have that chair. I need a new chair. All right, here's your third one. Can All we right. get through this? Maybe. Somehow. What was Radar O'Reilly's real first name on MASH? Oh, man. Walter. Walter? Walter Eugene O'Reilly. Would never have I guessed that. I don't think I remembered that. And my dad had that on all the time. They never said his real name. I it think was always Radar. Every once in a while, they did. Yeah, Radar. They, like they, Hot Lips. What was Radar's name. dog's name? Ranger. Oh, no. Huh? I barely remember there's a dog in that show. I got one. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, oh the thing. Yeah. 
It's the Make My Damn Movie Stat Picks, where we attempt to force you to watch the movies that we like. People ask me not to scream, you and we. Really? Yeah, I had a couple messages. And you listened to them? Yeah, fuck you. We forced you! (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Hurt yourself. Yep, that's going to hurt in the morning. Okay, anyway, uh, oh, you can uh, go to the... Uh, Make My Damn Movie. Uh, Oh, yeah, so here's our stat picks. And yeah, you can go to MakeMyDamnMovie.com to see our list of stat picks if you want. And uh, we're going to do it now. What's yours? It is The Tender Bar from 2021, directed by George Clooney, starring Ben Affleck, Ty Sheridan, Lily Robbie, and Christopher Lloyd. Brendan and I just watched the trailer for this. Oh, really? And here was our collective response. Meh. Uh, mine was a better than meh, obviously. Okay, well, it's it, my staff well it better be. Okay, what do well, you got? Let's get into the thing. Change my it. mind. <clears throat> In 1972, a nine-year-old J.R. McGuire moves into his grandfather's dilapidated house in Long Island, searching for a father figure. He falls under the tutelage of his uncle Charlie, a charismatic, self-educated bartender who introduces him to a handful of the bar's colorful regulars. As the years pass and J.R. grows into a young man, he tries to fulfill his dream of becoming a writer. After, you know, uh, summer days, summer nights, I kind of wanted to watch something, a period piece that's around that area, like 80s, 70s, yeah. 80s. I've seen all the regulars a million times. Uh, so I saw this on Netflix. Uh, I just needed a refresher after that. So okay. I popped it on. It was pretty interesting. His father, his horrible absent father, is a disc jockey. Oh, <laughs> you might okay. think that's interesting. He's Maybe. called The Voice. Okay. The best part of this movie is Ben Affleck, and that there needs to be more of him. Usually there needs to be less of him. Yeah. But his wow. character in this movie is pretty good. Okay. Kind of like Sam Rockwell in The Way, Way Back. Yes. I very gotcha. similar. And the young JR, the little boy who played JR, was amazing. Very, very good actor. That's my staff pick, The Tender Bar. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, no. Uh, I might, yeah. you know, we kind of looked at it. Uh, my uh, the staff pick is called <laughs> The it. Last Picture Show from 1971. Ah, that's a very good movie. You've seen it? Oh, yeah. Okay, starring Timothy Bottoms, Jeff Bridges, Sybil Shepard, Ben Johnson, Cloris Leachman, Ellen Bernstein, a whole bunch of people right. in this movie. Shot in black and white, this coming-of-age story is definitely worth a look. It's about life in a dying Texas town in 1951, focusing on two lifelong pals, Sonny and Dwayne, as they attempt to figure out what's next while finishing their senior year of high school and the year after. As a matter of fact, everyone in town struggles to figure out what's next, okay? It's a dying town. Very depressing. Very. Now, yeah. Sybil Shepard's character. Oh, my God. JC is Dwayne's high school girlfriend in the beginning of the film. She's the town virgin, but before you know it, she becomes the town mattress. <laughs> it was nominated yeah. for eight Academy Awards. Really? Yeah, I think you'll like the last picture show. Yeah. I do. I think you'll like it. If anything, you get to see side boob from Sybil Shepard. And that's worth a look, I guess. That's definitely worth a, a look. All right, moving on to what we're going to talk about today. Nailing character descriptions, okay? 
Now we talked about t- character. <laughs> We've talked about leave it. <laughs> we We've talked about talked that. about character descriptions in the past. So we're going to do it again. Yay! And what exactly is a character description you might be asking, dummies? <laughs> Stop <laughs> listening if you're asking that question. Yeah. Character description. <laughs> sure you're not editing this out. <laughs> character description is one of the most underrated mm-hmm. and forgotten aspects of screenwriting. Don't you think? Yes. I really do. Because most of the time it's like, oh boy. Exactly. But oh, it's, it's very vital and visual. Yes. is important, right? In a screenplay. Absolutely. And you got to make it visual as that. It's the first visual that is entrenched. You like that word? Entrenched. Into the mind's eye of the reader. Right. It really is. Ooh, I like all of that. Mind's eye. Yeah. Now, I've had difficulties with character description in the past, and I'm dealing with a specific character description as we speak. Oh, really? A producer called out one of my character descriptions from my Fabu screenplay, the flip side. Mm -hmm. Here's a logline. Yikes. It's here. (laughs) Uh, The flip side. An unlikely alliance of high school stoners and jocks joined forces in 1977 to hatch a zany scheme to stop their meddling principal's attempt to keep them from working at a popular burger joint. So that's the log line for the thing. Now, here's the description in question. Okay. It's the principal we just mentioned. Principal oh, Sellers, Sellers is his yes. name. I'm going to read it verbatim as it sits in the screenplay right now. And somebody said, you might want to take another look at that. Okay. And I said, okay. (laughs) I'll look at you. (laughs) Principal Sellers, 37, Mm -hmm. a shaved-headed African-American with a naturally commanding presence who is often mistaken for an NFL linebacker, speaks into a microphone from his desk in a modest office. Now, let's Mm. break that down. So we know, and we're able to see that this principal is in his 30s. Yeah. He has a bald head. Yeah. He's a black guy, but we can't see that he is often mistaken for an NFL linebacker. We can't see that. Right. Right. That needs to be reworded, correct? Okay. We can also see him talking into a microphone in a modest office. We can picture that in our head, right? Yes, yes, yes. So I need to rework that. See what I'm saying? Uh Uh-huh. So... So that tripped me up when this person said, hey, you might want to take a look at that because I can't really see that. And typically, I get extraordinarily high marks for my character descriptions. But boom, here's one that was like thrown back in my face. And I'm thinking, hmm. So I need to change it to make it visual and make it work. And I do agree after I stomped and threw things. That's uh-huh. why this thing's broken. That's I right. I, you threw that, that across the room. right there. Bounced off the wall. Yeah. But um, hmm. so anyway, I need to rework that. I don't think I want to rework it here. No. 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 You don't want to. Workshop it. Workshop it. No, That's because it. we we need to talk about some other problems I've had. Uh-oh. And people like that, apparently. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Especially when you're entering into restaurants and things, yeah, have problems. See, but I am gonna, but I am gonna work on that, and I'm gonna make it work. And a lot of writers don't do that, and that's good. That's fine. Keep screwing up. (laughs) Makes my stuff look way better than yours, dummies. So I always have to keep in mind that everything written in a script has to be seen, right? Right. 
Here's an example of what not to write. Okay. Okay. Karen thinks about a dude she banged a few years earlier. <laughs> now, you can't see Karen thinking something. You're going to want to actually watch Karen getting plowed by this guy. Right. Right? That's it. So there's that. Now, here's a couple show, of- Show, don't tell. Yeah, please. Show, show. <laughs> now, here's a couple of stinker character descriptions from my very first screenplay called Radio Chaos. It was called 1310 at the time. Oh, boy. Radio Chaos. A gung-ho teen in 1981 recruits college-age rebels to hijack a sleazy owner's rural radio station to use it as an audition to land a job at the number one rock station in the city. Yes. Okay? So, check this out. A couple of terrible, <laughs> terrible... <laughs> so this is way, the way, way, well, way well, back kind of, machine. Let me kind of back up. The two main characters are boyfriend and girlfriend, Brian Parker and Heather Godwin. Right. Okay? Keep that in mind. Here's the first introduction to Brian Parker in my first screenplay. The main protagonist. Verbatim. Brian Parker, 18-year-old, medium-length, brown-haired, skinny boy, is cursing, <laughs> struggling down the stairs with huge hi-fi stereo equipment. Oh, We're going to get to something else in a minute. Here's Heather's. Heather Godwin. A slim 18-year-old with long, light brown hair is sitting on a couch in her living room on the phone. Holy shit. Here's the parents. David Parker, tall, thin man with slightly graying short hair in his early 40s, wearing a suit, is following Ah! an extension cord train down the hallway. Pat Parker. I had to change it from... Pat to Patricia because you don't. Ah, yes. it could be a guy, right? You want to make sure that that's another There's story. Got to be no question. But at the time, Pat Parker, who was a woman, tall, slim, dark-haired woman in her <laughs> late thirties, is washing dishes. <laughs> now, now, what? can I just stop and say the whole "is" thing? Yes, that used to that bug the shit out of. People. producers <laughs> yeah tell some producer readers. a prominent producer said yeah. hey He's dickhead like, stop doing that fucking moron get all the is out there if you don't i'm gonna get on a private plane <laughs> come to where you are and bash your fucking head in or and have I, one of his guards do it but how hard 18 year okay forget it uh, is cursing struggling <laughs> So it could just Short. be Brian Parker, blah, 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 like curses like as the, he struck. Okay. The medium length hair. It's always the hair what and the, the color. Fuck? I think, are we getting, are we, I don't want to get off track here. No. Okay. No. So, so we're getting back to the, just the, yeah, the is shit. Yeah. Don't, don't use it. A slim 18 year old hair, hair is sitting on a couch. It's so easy to change that. Sits on a couch right. in her living room, not is. <laughs> you you didn't know what the fuck you were doing. <laughs> That's all I got. On this thing. Oh, here. <laughs> okay, now I got lambasted for oh, those yeah. and many others as well. And in my defense, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> No, I was just starting out writing screenplays, and that was my first one. I went on to write rich, Mm -hmm. detailed, yet brief descriptions of my characters until that fucking principal sellers (laughs) shitballs. Anyway, in the screenplay Radio Chaos, there's now an opening scene that shows Brian's character as a little boy a few years earlier. So Brian needed two character descriptions. Oh, that's crazy. That's right. One at the 10-year-old stage and the other at the 
15-year-old stage. Here's the 10-year-old along with his parents' description. Okay. Okay, so this is the very beginning of the screenplay for the kid's younger. Right. David Parker, 34, and Patricia Parker, 31, poster couple for a 1950s TV sitcom, but in living color, you can see that. Yeah. Stroll on a... Is... Walking. Is walking. Is strolling. Okay. <laughs> no, stroll on a gravel lot with young Brian Parker, 10. Yeah. Plucked out of the little kid's clothing section from a vintage Sears Roebuck catalog. All right. You can see all that. So I get where you were trying to go with Sellers as the quarterback. Right. No, not the quarterback. The linebacker. NFL linebacker. Yes. But I was not describing that. Gotcha. Where you could see it. Mm. Okay. Now, here's in the same script, Radio Chaos, Brian Parker, not just short, brown-haired <laughs> douche. <laughs> Slim. Duh. Brian Parker, 18, cute, with a glint of sly fox in his eye and mm. powerless to put anything but jeans and rock band t-shirts on his long, thin frame. There you go. Works behind the mix board. He's at a radio station. Is working? Not is. <laughs> Not anymore. He slips headphones onto his shaggy head of hair and adjusts a microphone on a boom stand. Right. You can see all, right. all of that. Now I have a question. Uh-huh. He's powerless to put anything but jeans and rock band t-shirts on his long, thin frame. You can see that, right? Yeah. See, that, I can see that. That uh, is a, a character description. And it's describing his demeanor, too. Okay. Now, here's Heather, the girlfriend. Heather Godwin, 18. A sassy, tall, cool drink of water. Her shoulder-length hair tucked carelessly behind her ears sits in a corner booth absorbed with drawing in a sketchbook. Uh-huh. Brian approaches her like a child sneaking up on a dud bottle rocket. <laughs> she glares up at him with her piercing doe eyes. You can see all yeah. that. Yeah. And it says volumes about what she's all about. Right. He has to sneak she, up on her. He's done something exactly. not right. She is not pleased. And then she glares at go. him. Not looks. With her piercing doe eyes. There you go. So you get a boom. Time yeah. uh, caps in. Yeah. You know what she's. <laughs> encapsulated. That yeah, all. Edit. Because I don't even know what the fuck I was rambling about. <laughs> That's why people ask if I need assistance. I get it now. Okay. Yeah, I hear it. Uh, anyway, you can see all that extremely visual, and that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I'm only bringing this up on this here show because a producer was like, hey, that's the one thing, looking at this screenplay, uh, the flip side. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that kind of threw me for a loop there. That really? one little thing. And that proves that that's one weird. little thing can mess up the trajectory of your script. Of the entire, yeah, screenplay. So there you go. That's all I got. Mm, interesting. Was that interesting? I think so. Okay. What about you guys out there? They don't yeah. write in. Okay. Because this this is the last episode. Oh, is that it? Yeah, it okay. should be. One, 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 one. That should be the last it episode. It should be. We should get a number and then really end this. Because we have another podcast. Yes. And you can check that out. It's called Radioactive Rant. It's, it's, it's got a coming website. up on the heels of this one. Yeah. And it's uh, what the web uh, radioactive radioactive <laughs> Duh. Yes, I need assistance. Okay. That's it. That's it. So, uh, yeah, go to the website. And we'll talk to you another time. Bye. Bye.